Jaisal Shah is an entrepreneur with a zeal to promote marketing research in all decision making activities of an organization. His career began working with one of the country's leading research agency, a Kantar Group company, and ever since he has been fascinated by research and the theory of fact-based decision making. He had an opportunity to work with the top fortune companies, most reputed agencies and also start one of the world's leading offshore MR agency from India. Apart from this, he had a chance to visit and participate in several conferences, meetings, exhibitions in the continents of North America, Europe and Asia. Let's chat with him on why QR codes are the next big thing in customer experience management. This is the Guiding Voice podcast series, the Guiding Voice for a Better Future. Friends, I'm your host Navin Samala, just a fellow professional on a mission to make the world a better place to live through the guiding through the guiding voice we drive conversations that matter and conversations that add value to your life and to your career. Thank you so much for tuning in and Jessel Hathi, welcome to The Guiding Voice. Super excited to host you in this episode. Yeah, thank you for calling me, Naveen. It's a pleasure uh, being on your show and uh, talking to you. You know, uh, hopefully this uh, uh, conversation and discussion that we have uh, can enlighten many people on the market research side uh, in India as well. Thank Abs- you for calling me again. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to it. I'm sure it's going to be a value-added conversation, Jessel. Now, um, let's uh, get started. So, you had an illustrious career journey. I'm interested and curious to understand the top three things that have attributed uh, to your success in your professional journey so far. There are many things you can tell, you know, basically when you come from a management side, uh, it is determination, hard work and the vision that you collaborate, all of that uh, and try to see something which you can do for the benefit of the of the industry itself. It, it definitely brings you uh, on the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I have been in market research industry. Uh, And, uh, you know, uh, what we have seen over a period of time, we have been working with several corporates. But what when we began realizing things can be done, even for a, you know, uh, even for common people, you know, that's when uh, we started seeing the vision as, you know, there's so much of scope and horizon Mm -hmm. uh, for this industry as well. Just just for comparison, I, I will tell you between America and India. It's just interesting. It's America spends about 55% of the world's market research budget. Yeah. Mm. And the rest of the world spends about 45%. And within that, India spends the total world is like just about a percent or so. So we are there. You know, so the per capita spend mm-hmm. is 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 very, very low. And the mm. and and people don't make you know so it's about uh, fact based or uh, decision making yeah not on gut feel you know uh, yeah. so th- that difference we see you know so uh, america is like some somewhere like 2 250 dollars per you know capita and we are at 1 dollar or something like that wow now that's the cap we have mm. Mm. That, that's, that's so staggering i think there is a lot of uh, scope 
uh, to increase that. All right. Yes. So let let's move ahead, uh, Jessel. And now, being an entrepreneur, you might have learned a lot of toughest lessons which you might have not foreseen before taking into that. Right. So, what are few lessons that you have learned which you did not anticipate so far? Yeah, th- things can go wrong. You know, when when you begin a journey, uh, you know, you're actually working somewhere, so you don't realize. a lot of pain which goes on behind you know it can be people management it can be losing money <laughs> you know uh, it can be you know some uh, troublesome uh, clients who are like you know who want everything done early so it all happens and uh, plus there's also personal life there's family there's there's a lot of other things uh, that are there it all comes at one time and then it 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 blows away you know so that's when you feel you know you're lost you're alone <laughs> and <laughs> but but then you know it, it you you put a break on everything think again realign all your goals what mm-hmm. you need to do and then you come back and then you're back again on the track yeah. so it 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 happens you know it's it's a, it's a journey you know so sometimes unanticipated things come mm. uh and sometimes they come all at one shot yeah. <laughs> it doesn't come one by one <laughs> uh, so yeah so even success is like that it all yeah. comes at one shot it doesn't mm. come slowly you know it it, mm. it makes you like suddenly you know you are like okay yeah uh, you, you're doing a lot of things uh, so it, it's all part and parcel now you know mm-hmm. it's uh, of of being a being entrepreneur so yeah friends become less <laughs> <laughs> you can't you can't cry really on too many people you know on their shoulders mm-hmm. so you have to look strong <laughs> <laughs> you have to look strong so yeah uh, and and i think you know uh, if you have confidence in yourself in your people in the work that you have been doing i think god gives that strength mm. to come back come back again yeah yeah mm. yeah i i think you have brought <laughs> an interesting point like uh, when you are putting your heads down and working on something like uh, the number of friends that we used to hang around right that will come down for sure and also you highlighted that hard work as long as we are working hard i think success yeah. will come and uh, yeah that's yeah. so powerful message and uh, with that uh, i have another interesting question uh, with regard to your entrepreneurship is there a mistake okay that you have committed as an entrepreneur and how did you correct it after realizing okay maybe i should have done it differently likewise uh, many things happen you know so we are all human beings so it's not that i would tell we have 100% correct so you yeah, try to do the best thing based on experience you know it could be as small as hiring good people to you know sometimes we realize no no wait i hired a wrong person which was not a fit and uh, you know and uh, as, you know it could be some project that i could have delivered in a different way better way mm. i could have handled that situation in a you know on a hindsight you know it could i i could have handled that situation in a much better way in a different way you know instead of getting into all this uh, trouble and uh, you know pain uh, could have simplified things but we learn with experience so once we learn it learn from it we try and see you know that not to repeat that kind of stuff mm. so yeah it happens it happens many times it happens even today when i when i learn just not on the uh, on the work side you know now i have two children so uh, i i don't know you know it happens sometimes you you want you want them to 
go on the right path so you make a wrong judgment for them mm-hmm. and you know so it it, it always happens i in the then you think okay this could have been done better so there is mm-hmm. always you feel you know at the hindsight this could have been perfected in a better way or it could have been mm-hmm. done so somewhere i also realize you know that perfectionism cannot be mm-hmm. a solution all the time mm-hmm. at that moment at that moment and at that situation what you felt the best yeah you know you you you, you put in that 100% yeah that's that is what it is uh maybe after 5 years when you look back you know yeah i could have done it much better and different things yeah you always there's always scope for doing things better mm. but that shouldn't be stopping you know earlier i used to be like that mm. like try to be as uh, as clear as perfect as possible and but then i realized you know that not everybody is like that not everything every situation is like that it so we we go according to the situation so yeah now i take it little easy <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah we try to do put our 100% at at that situation what resources you have what uh, commitments you have you put your 100% at that time is yeah. what matters hmm. what do you enjoy most about being an entrepreneur it's uh, it's also about you do things in your way you mm-hmm. you can you can you can be creative visualize and you can put more effort time on things that you like to do mm-hmm. you know unlike if i were working somewhere possibly i was working for somebody's dreams mm-hmm. and probably aligning my dream with somebody's dream so that is there you know that mm-hmm. one feeling you know that i am dreaming something and there are many people coming and i am able to align all of them into this uh, path so that uh gives a very good feeling and mm-hmm. being independent is also another feeling mm-hmm. yeah you can mm-hmm. you can do thing, things at your own pace you know i want to run at 100 kilometers 5 kilometers 10 kilometers it's at my this thing uh how i can do it so uh, it gives you a lot of uh you know freedom within the uh the work that we we do you know yeah, yeah. while there are operational things yeah you have to mm-hmm. keep doing but uh, there is also a part where you know you you can enjoy being you know free that that is a that's the beauty of uh, being uh, on your own and uh, <laughs> yeah and 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 taking it at your pace yeah yeah that's great now uh, let's shift gears and talk about the core of today's conversation about the qr codes nowadays uh, qr codes are everywhere in india like with the with the release of these uh, upi based payments like you you are finding multiple qr codes in a single store right so i'm curious to understand the history of qr codes and how they came into existence see qr codes were mainly you know it started with small uh, kind of uh, it evolved from the barcodes mm. where it it started providing a little more information than the mm. barcode you know about the product about the website redirecting you to a website and stuff like that so what happened is the upi changed a lot of things yeah so people started getting very friendly with qr codes today qr codes are not enemies they are friends you know you like them you you see them and you are like you are ready with your phone you know <laughs> okay yeah i i i am there so so this uh, uh, change when it happened uh we also thought you know why not uh when the whole country is adapting mm. to this qr code uh 
uh, thing. Why not, you know, all these long survey links, take the survey and stuff like that, where they had to type in uh, your uh, survey and all. It was painsome. Nobody used to do. Nobody likes yeah. survey. Even today, nobody likes to take the survey <laughs> unless they have a problem. So, but yeah, uh, so it we, we had made it even more difficult, yeah. you know, so thought, how can we simplify? Mm. Simplify not only for the rest, the consumer uh, when he wants to take the survey mm. and also simplify it for the person who wants to get feedback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like I want to get a very constructive feedback from my customer base. I want to simplify. So this is where the QR code stuff came. Why don't we replicate something, you know, uh, which because they became so successful. Okay. And so we thought doesn't make any difference. So let's route it through this QR code. And I think it had a lot of acceptance uh, mm-hmm. because people people did were not uh, you know uh, you know that don't put this. What is this? You know. So we didn't have to educate too much. You know, right from your small chaiwala to everybody knew what the QR code is. We just had to tell this is for feedback, not for payment. That's yeah. all. <laughs> and then they they'll they'll put it okay, put it wherever you want. So mm. so wherever the the shopkeeper wants feedback, uh, he will ask his customers. You know, just go on that instead of telling now go on Google review, give me some uh, star rating and stuff like that. He would tell go on the QR code, uh, yeah. take the survey, and uh, I will know what I should be doing. Yeah. So I, that's I have, how. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, please. So that's how this all started. Yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. And in in fact, I have uh, taken a I've generated a QR code in my wife's store, and uh, which redirects them to leave a rating and review on Google. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> related to that store, and uh, we are using it uh, very effectively. And I'm also cu- curious, like based on your experience being in the industry and uh, having uh, gone having created so many surveys using this QR code and all, and how can these QR codes be used effectively? See, one is uh, also, you know, we should we should try and educate the custom, customer to, to keep giving constant feedback. And we also should keep a target, like for every three customers or five customers, at least one should give me, leave a feedback for me. Mm-hmm. And we should also kind of reward them for that time you know that they're spending so what we did is uh, in our system what we developed is somewhere there's a point system so he leaves some some uh, feedback he collects some points which can be redeemed at your store Mm -hmm. something like that so we are valuing their time also and they also feel you know connected with the store because they are having points in your store they come back to your store so there's also loyalty which uh, you know, keeps getting. So at the end of the day, the storekeeper wants a loyalty from customer that his customers keeps coming back to him. Mm. You know, and uh, from market research perspective, we want the store owner to take decisions based on feedback, okay. not based on his gut feel. Mm. You know, because you're putting your uh, valuable capital in in that business. It may be your passion. You know, I I can just open a tea shop. That might yeah. be a passion, you know. I want to open a cafe or something like that, but that doesn't mean that I simply invest all the money just because it's my dream and passion. It has to be backed by some 
kind of fact based like okay customers will come what kind of customers are there in the area what will they drink how much are willing to spend if you have that knowledge probably you will be able to create and satisfy better uh, offerings and satisfy them much better rather than just pushing something in the market just because you are passionate about something no does doesn't mean uh, thing you know you, 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 and this is a small store so we are talking of small store owners mm-hmm. we are not talking of corporates corporates can fail miserably in one product but they can make money in the other and then come out yeah but, but they also do market research so we have seen corporate failures also even after doing market research but we, uh, 80% of the times we have seen that they come out successful because okay. they do proper research you know beat ads beat you know promotion beat product coloring packaging sizing everything you know they check on every aspect of the of the product right from its launch till how it is performing uh, you know in their customer base they do a lot of research so why not a store owner mm. why shouldn't he be more engaging with his customer and understand what they want and yeah. then create something based on their requirements so he is yeah. more you know once he creates uh, what the what his customer base wants he is more effective his yeah. products are more successful you know so that's what we 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 push him from a insights perspective that use the insights in a in a very very constructive way don't just uh, take the feedback from uh, random people and uh, and and go about doing your business that's not the way you know okay. and so while that was an expensive affair of doing it in a very systematic way only corporates could do it we got the cost down significantly okay we, we, we what we did is we tried to see can we create a model where a lot of people can uh, participate in this uh, tool so that the cost can come down the product ownership can you know the cost of product ownership can be uh, reduced so as per one of the surveys india has about 7 and 1/2 crore plus retail outlets mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it's 7 and 1/2 crore so imagine wow. if 7 and 1/2 crore stores all of them together come and create a product you know they can spend tons of money you know even yeah. if everybody spends 100 rupees we are talking of 750 crores or something yeah. like that you know unimaginable amount of uh, uh, money that we are talking uh, so so we thought why not have a sample of this cut the cost be more prevalent in the market and uh, let all the people use the benefits so there's a yeah. dashboard that can they can log in and see how their performance has been over the past few weeks months days you know all real time and mm-hmm. then also what kind of action can be taken based on those results yeah okay and uh, now i'm also curious to understand which industries are already making best use of uh, these qr codes see uh, our target has right now been only uh, small retail stores mm-hmm. so it is uh, basically right now we are targeting grocery stores salons uh, all these medical stores and you know so all small stores which you can call are uh, small owner driven stores we are working with them it okay. could be garments it could be any of that mm-hmm. okay yeah i think this is a great conversation so far uh, jessel let's add some spice to the episode i'm going to kick off a quick uh, rapid fire round if you're ready sure <laughs> okay let's yeah. uh, go ahead and here comes my first question uh, if you could have one 
gigantic billboard anywhere with anything on it what would it say i i would i would put up a qr code and tell feedback <laughs> <laughs> you know is this about feedback you know is it <laughs> very uh, smart <laughs> okay moving to the next one if you are given an option to choose between invisibility versus super strength which one would you choose and why uh, i i would say super strength is better okay invisibility is something like you know you might cheat but super strength is give me more power i will do more <laughs> <laughs> okay and now can you describe yourself in just one word always inquisitive inquisitive super. that's so mm. I, that's my business you know i am i am always open to new things new mm. new kind of mm. things so mm. that's market research for me you know mm-hmm. like always trying to Uh, yeah. understand from people mm. even today when, when when we go in the market small store owners we meet we are inquisitive about what their problems is what is going on in his mind uh, yeah. when he's talking to his customers what is going on when he's talking up things you know so a lot of things yeah yeah that's a good one and uh, what is one what is the weirdest thing that you have ever eaten I've I've not eaten it, but I have seen. You know, okay. I am a vegetarian, so oh. I don't I wouldn't have gone to it. But once when we were in uh, uh, Shanghai, mm-hmm. and we we were uh, you know we we had gone to a conference, and we were taken to a food street. Mm-hmm. I think that was the weirdest food street that I have ever been in the in my life. I think I had seen everything from uh, you know the small snakes to worms, and you know. and i was like i i couldn't take it after uh, say about 50 meters or so i had to just come up <laughs> can imagine especially for a vegetarian i think for a vegetarian yeah yeah and oh, is, is there any secret or some hidden thing that you like to share which nobody knows about you yeah i'm you know yeah i'm quite emotional you know sometimes i cry on my own <laughs> so no nobody knows you know probably mm-hmm. you know that's that's a yeah that's behind the screen part you know yeah. i go and like i am alone and like mm. I, i would cry on my own <laughs> so <Yeah>. so <laughs> that's the yeah but okay. that's i think i think being human is also good right. <laughs> sometimes you need absolutely. to cry <laughs> absolutely absolutely and thanks for sharing it so openly and that, that let me find the last bullet what is one electronic gadget that you like to see or invent yourself you read the mind uh, customer's mind just put it <laughs> and, and and i know okay what is going on in his mind I, I, so something I think, like uh, yeah something like a thermometer keep it here and then you get all the screen <laughs> that will be a big hit i think every business owner will buy it <laughs> yeah, we we, yeah. we we do some neuro uh, kind of thing we put the sensors mm. so when a person sees a ad mm. or he's seeing some movie or something so how much does it blood pressure go up and down mm. heartbeat and all mm. we measure that yeah so that is also so we have come to that stage yeah. i think we will come to that stage also where we put something and like okay we are directly reading from his mind what is happening <laughs> yeah great and uh, that was an interesting rapid fire with that let's flip back to the mainstream what will be your one piece of advice to those aspiring to make big in their careers yes sir just work hard focus on what you like to do 
what do you like to be and i think initial years doesn't matter you know whether you are paid well or you are not paid well i think within 5 years you will be much if you have worked hard you would be much ahead of your peers mm. for sure that i can tell you you know with my own experience <laughs> i can tell you uh, that the initial years i was kind of felt underpaid but then mm. you know i put my heart into whatever i was liking and i think 5 10 years down the line i could see that i'm way ahead from anybody i could i was comparing at that time yeah i think yeah this is a very powerful and not many people speak about it like uh, but uh, many times people try to get into that high paying job right from day one but uh, as you as you rightly said i think uh, every if we are patient and if we are uh, working hard really we will get there and thanks for reminding that and uh, how has been your experience being hosted on the guiding voice platform oh it is wonderful you know i think uh, you asked some very relevant questions uh, today you know and uh, rapid fire was good <laughs> <laughs> so uh, makes it interesting and fun so I, i i think you have touched on all the points which uh i i think anybody as an entrepreneur would like to come yeah. and even as somebody as a as a business who gets curious to know more about insights and how they can play around yeah. you know it, this discussion leads them towards that which yeah. i am very glad you did and uh, i think you will make the more people inquisitive about you know <laughs> what they can do <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely and thank you so much uh, jessel for joining me and thanks for your time as well as sharing those powerful insights i really appreciate it sure thanks navin thank you very much yeah hopefully we will have more conversations sometimes <laughs> down the line i would love to call you again and uh, thanks again so sure. friends that so friends that was our episode with uh, jestal shah i think we had uh, an interesting and amazing entrepreneurial journey and uh, being into market research for uh, several years and leveraging the full potential of uh, QR codes so it was such an inspiring conversation and before we move into the trivia section here is a request to you please subscribe to us in case you haven't done already also if you are listening to this episode on spotify or apple podcast and if you haven't followed us already please follow and if possible request you to leave a rating or review so that uh, we will be able to reach wider audience Also, if you have loved this uh, conversation and found the episode useful, request you to share with at least three of your friends or colleagues who can benefit from the guiding voice. Now, let's hop into the trivia segment. Today, we had uh, an excellent conversation around QR codes, how they can change the face of the business. And I thought I would present a few facts related to QR codes. And QR codes don't have to be black and white. And as long as the contrast between light and dark areas is great enough, for readers to detect you can create branded qr codes to help promote your business and uh, scanning grew 1200% during the last quarter of uh, 2010 and the largest uh, qr code on record was created by audi which measures a whopping 159 square meters which is 1711 square foot for the non metrical incline and uh, these are some interesting facts about qr codes and now i am interested to understand what are some peculiar scenarios or strangest thing for which qr code has been used and if you have come across something 
please feel free to let me know in the form of uh, comments if you are watching it on youtube or if you have found this episode on social media leave a comment from wherever you found leave a comment on wherever you found this episode that's all for today thank you so much for tuning in and uh, friends do not forget to share your topic recommendations and also guest speaker suggestions in social media or email me at theguidingvoiceforyou@gmail.com i'm your host navin samala just a fellow professional and a passionate learner on a mission to make the world a better place to live through conversations that matter and conversations that add value to your life and to your career until next time bye bye signing off for now see you all in the next episode with another wonderful guest